0: Welcome to the Linked Up Church Podcast. We are passionate about connecting people to God, family, purpose, and community. Today, Minister Nehemiah Ray invades us with a powerful message entitled, Non-Negotiables, Set in Stone. Get your pen and your pad ready. Let's go into the worship center and hear what God has for us today.
1: Um, Let's jump straight in. I'm not gonna waste any more time. Like, I'm excited this morning. Pastor Gregory has been going in in this series called Non-Negotiables. And there are certain things that are just non-negotiable in the kingdom of God. And so I'm going to really talk about the same thing because we've been talking about it in the plug as well. But I'm going to add just a little twist to it as well. certain topics that are not up for negotiation. What I like to say, these are things that are set in stone. These things are set in stone. It's no rewriting. It's no trying to negotiate with God about if you are a kingdom citizen, if Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, if you're a disciple of Christ, if you've been born again, there are certain things that are just non-negotiable, right? Certain things. Now, granted, we are all uh, working out our salvation. We're not expecting anybody to be perfect But there's some things, what happens is the world has a system and the kingdom of God has a system. And what happens is it's a battle back and forth. And what we have to do is we cannot accept what the world system says and just take it and eat it and drink it and accept it into our lives. When the kingdom of God has set standards for all of us. And so we have to realize like there's a time and place um, where it's just non-negotiable. We're not going back and forth with God. This is the word of God. Now, if you show me something different in the word of God, okay, then we can talk about it. But these are things that's in the word of God. Um, And I don't think we fully understand this because we live in America where we have a democracy, right? We live in a democracy where we vote for people. We vote for laws. We vote for these type of things, right? Election is coming up and people are going to cast their ballots for certain things. But the kingdom, of diff- the kingdom of God is different. It is no vote. There, there's no voting in the kingdom of God. What the king says is law. Like his word is law, right? And so we have to recognize that if his word is law and God is good, that means his words are good. God is good. And all the time... And so we see that Jesus actually came to bring a kingdom. He didn't come to bring a religion. He didn't come down to bring a religion. He came to bring a kingdom. And Luke 4:43 says it very plainly. He says, but he said to them, I must preach the good news of the kingdom of God to other towns as well. For I was sent for this purpose. His purpose was to spread the news of the kingdom of God. Kingdom actually means it's, it's, it's broken up into two words, the king's domain. Amen. It's the king's domain. Yes. And if you're a part of the kingdom, his word should dominate your life. Amen. Now, the only way that it doesn't dominate your life is if you're not under the king's authority. Yes. So you can go live in another kingdom... But just know that's not God's kingdom. 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 11 says this. This is our hub scripture uh, that Pastor Gregory has uh, been going in on. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? It says, do not be deceived. Neither fornicators nor idolaters nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, whew, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. Those are 10 items right there that, the, that Paul is saying these people won't receive the kingdom of God. It's quiet. Because maybe some of us have dabbled in this Maybe some of us know friends like this Maybe we have family members like this as well This isn't a knock This is just the truth And so we're really going to like We're going to tip over some golden calves today This morning All right. I'm really going to challenge you all in your thinking I'm going to challenge you all with the word today And then verse 11 says this This is the beautiful part of the scripture But such were some of you But you were washed. Somebody say washed. Washed. But you were sanctified. Somebody say sanctified. Sanctified. But you were justified. justified. In the name of the Lord Jesus and by the spirit of our God. I want you all to remember that part. By the spirit of our God. Before we actually dig in into all those other 10 items that were talked about, verse 9 says something very deep and profound. I want you all to catch this. It says, do you not know that the unrighteous will not, what's that word? Inherit. Inherit. Has anybody ever received an inheritance in here before? Anybody ever received an inheritance, a nice watch, a a vehicle, some money, something like that? You've received an inheritance. What is an inheritance? Well, this is what an inheritance is. The acquisition of assets, possessions, conditions, or traits from past generations. Did you hear that? Possessions, conditions, or traits from the past. You caught that already, Adriana. I see you. From past generations generations in the word inheritance it has a word heir you have to be an heir to receive an inheritance okay in the jewish culture the son was the one who received the inheritance if he didn't have any sons it would go to the daughter And if it didn't go to the daughter, it would go to another relative, somebody that has the same DNA, somebody that is related to the same person. Inheritance also has the word heir, like we said, but also is connected to the word heredity. And if you think about that word, I think this is interesting passing of genetic factors from parents. To offspring from one generation to the next. You all, anybody like science in here? Anybody science? Any South Cobb people? Y'all science people? Any? Okay, a couple. I love science. That was my major, biology, minor in chemistry. I, I love science, and in science we were taught something. It was this word called dominant, and recessive. okay, we got a couple scholars in here. Okay, <laughs> dominant and recessive traits. Some, or you can say. Common versus uncommon traits. So for example, you know, physical heredity could be eye color, you know? Brown eyes, look in your neighbor's eyes real quick. What color are they eyes, what color? Black, I can't tell. All of you all's eyes look black to me in here, I can't tell. Um, ear lobe attachment. Is your earlobe attached or is it not attached? Look at your neighbor's ears real quick, just see. Just see, you know, are they attached? They not attached. That's heredity right now, that, you know, your hair type, you know, you got coarse hair, you got wavy hair, you got no hair, like, that's, (laughs) that's hereditary, all right, you know, that comes down, those are traits passed down, those are physical, but then you have other type of traits as well. You know, allergies, certain type of allergies that you can acquire. You know, you may talk like, you may laugh like, you may even walk like, you know, people who you are around, people who you are related to, you often have similar traits. Anybody ever done something before and you realize like, man, that's just like my mama and that's just like my daddy. And I said, I would never be like that. And I'm doing the same exact thing, right? Those genes are deep. Those genes are very deep. They run past the surface level coming to church. They run into every fiber, every being, every cell that is within you. And so if we are children of God. And we're supposed to walk like God. Talk like God. Move. Like God, it says that we were made in his image and likeness. How come some of us don't look like him? Shots (laughs) fired. If you are not an heir, you will not inherit the kingdom of God. That is why these (laughs) 10 items are so important on the list. That's why these items are so key, and it makes so much sense. And then it says, do not be deceived. It says, you will not inherit the kingdom of God. Don't be deceived. Anybody been tricked before? Anybody been got before? Like somebody done got me for a lot of money one time, you know? I was in the world, and I was, you know gambling right and they had a little thing at the gas station if you put some money here you can double it you know and they were doing that little thing and I'm like yo yo this is easy look look you know he had a a friend that was next to him getting it wrong I got deceived I got all my money taken from me I'm like I'll do 200 right now you know got tricked yeah you know thank God for salvation Amen. amen 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 um but that's why these ten items, fornicators, people that are having, you know, sex, sexual immorality, you know? That's why it says idolaters, you know, people that put other things above God. Look to, look to something else for a word, for where they need to go, for direction in life. Ooh, man, so you tell me them zodiac signs? Yes. Yeah, for sure. You looking at something, you telling me because I'm born in March that I gotta be like that, but I thought I was born again. On, yeah. I thought I was born by spirit and by water. I thought it was something different, right? So you telling me that, you know, sage burning, you know, I gotta clean the energy. I gotta <laughs> I gotta clean all my energy up, right? Do I need to clean my energy or do I just need to spend more time with the Holy Spirit? you telling me, well, Nehemiah, bruh, chill, chill. You know, but the vibrational frequency that is resonating from my crystals are causing me great aura. And what? What are you talking about? Your vibrational energy? Maybe you just need to spend some more time with God. If we go to these other things and not to God, idolatry. That's an Idol. Right? I'm Ouija boards, all of those things. These are idols before the Lord. We're looking to that for guidance. I know some of y'all looking at me like yo. I mean the scripture says it, you know. Oh man, thank you, Lord. Worshiping the dead. Man, is it Halloween? We're not gonna get on that right now. That's not, stay on, thank you, okay. (laughs) Dominant versus recessive traits. These are characteristics that are dominant and uncommon. This is your lifestyle. I want to make this clear. When I'm talking about these things, this is a lifestyle. This is something that you have accepted as who you are. You know, this is something that you're not trying to fight. Now, there's a difference between somebody running towards God, slipping and falling, right, into some type of sexual immorality, into some type of anything, versus you're not even chasing towards God, you're going the opposite way. Right? There's a huge difference here, right? We've all fallen short of the glory of God. But are you chasing the glory of God? Because if you're chasing after God right? You get right back up. It said a righteous man falls seven times. A righteous man will fall seven times, but he gets back up. Where is your heart really at? I cannot look at your heart and tell you, is it truly towards God or is it towards something else? It's a matter. This is something that you have to check within yourself. Am I truly chasing after God? It says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you are we truly seeking the kingdom first or are we seeking good grades? We seeking scholarships. We seeking, you know, leveling up in the job industry. We seeking, you know, our entrepreneurship endeavors. We seeking, you know, a boo. We seeking, you know, all type of other things. Is God the first thing we're seeking? Seek first the kingdom. And it doesn't just say seek first God. It says seek first the kingdom of God." God. And... His righteousness. Yes. So the scripture just said, if you're unrighteous, you will not inherit the kingdom. of Wow. It's right. right back in the scripture again. Preach. It makes common sense to me um, because these aren't godly traits. These are things that are not of God. I didn't finish reading them all. We said adulterers. Homosexuals, sodomites, thieves. Any thieves in the building? Keep your hands down. Keep your hands down. <laughs> Keep your hands down. Covetous, drunkards, revilers, extortioners, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. Well, this is why it makes sense to me. Because think about it. Okay, Queen Elizabeth passed away. And just say, you know, good old Nehemiah here, Decides that I'm going to go get my inheritance. Queen Elizabeth died. I'm about to go to Harry, Prince Harry. And I'm getting my inheritance from Queen Elizabeth and her family. I'm going to walk in that thing. Boom. Harry. I need that money. I need half of the kingdom. I need something. Right? They're going to look at me and be like, you're not from this country. <laughs> you don't sound like you're from this country. You got the wrong accent. You got the wrong dialect. You don't sound like you're from this country at all. Then it says, You don't even act like you're from this country. We saw you driving up, and you was driving on the wrong side of the road. We don't drive on that side of the road over here in this kingdom. We don't, you don't act like you're from the kingdom. You don't even look like you from this family, bruh. Your skin is dark. You got the wrong eye color, the wrong hair texture, and you too tall. Guards, guards, get this man up out of here. How could I expect an inheritance... From Queen Elizabeth and I'm not part of that country. I've never been in that country before I've never resided in there before and I'm not not even that I'm not even part of the country right because there's a lot of people that are from that country but you don't have the same DNA. If you don't have the same DNA you will not receive an inheritance. This is what is happening here in this passage. You won't receive that inheritance because you got the wrong heredity. You got the wrong genes. Yo, did you know that everybody's not a child of God? Ooh, man. Ooh, man. Okay. Okay. Let me say it like this. Let me say what Jesus said. Jesus said this in John. You are from your father, the devil. Sheesh. Like that was, like, now this is Jesus, right? Like, oh, meek and humble Jesus, right? Y'all got the wrong picture of Jesus. Because then when he come back in Revelation, there's going to be fire in his eyes. And he said, you are of your father, the devil. And then he said this. Then he said this. Because the desires that he has, you have. Inheritance traits characteristics Uh -uh. reveal desire the question is what do you truly desire in life because now I'm not saying that if you have any desire right for doing something wrong then you're just not a child of God what I am saying is is it dominant or recessive is it common for you to chase after God Is it common for you to go after the things of him? Is it common for you to seek on your face and fast and pray? Is it common for you to read your word? Is it common for you to not live a lifestyle of sin? Is it common in your life? Because if it's not common, you may have a different daddy. thing is right this is the beautiful thing (laughs) that you can be born again see I was once lost but now I'm found I was once blind but now I see I was once a child of the devil but now he transformed me into the kingdom of his marvelous light so that I can see again A lot of problems why I was living so wild in the world because my eyes were not open. I didn't even, I I knew that God was real, but did I really know? Did I really know? Until I had that experience with him in my bedroom all alone in the presence of God came in and I said, oh, if God is really real, I need to chase this for the rest of my life. And what happens is you start to Repent. Repentance doesn't mean, oh, Lord, I'm so sorry. That's no, not, no, that's not repentance. No, it isn't. Repentance is a change of mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the first things that Jesus said when he came on the earth, he said, repent. The kingdom of God is at hand. Change your mind because a different country is here right now. Change your mind on how you look at the world. Change your mind on how, what you watch. Change your mind on what you listen to. Change your mind on these topics. Because if you don't change your mind, you're going to keep on going down the same path. Whoever father you are, that's where you're going to end up. People think that you can live like hell and make it up to heaven. Whoever your father is, is where you're going to go. If your father's God, praise God for saving me. That's your father, that's where you're going. If he's not your father, she said it. You ain't going. I ain't saying it. That's what she said. Okay. Man, I'm way off subject. All right. All right. Oh, that's what I was saying. (laughs) The only way to become an heir of someone is to be born into that family. We were all born from Adam, who was a fallen man. He sinned. He ate of that whatever fruit it was. It don't say, right? He ate of that sinned, and everybody was born from him. So we were born into these bodies that are full of sin. And so... It's normal for you to be born and do something wrong. I never had to teach my son how to curse, right? I never had to teach him how to lie. I never had to teach him how... My son ain't never cursed before. Let me just make that clear, right? <laughs> He's like, if he cursing, he hearing it from you. <laughs> like, no, 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 nah, 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 nah. I never... I meant to say lie, right? I never sat him down and said, hey, son, let me teach you how to lie. One day, mommy's going to ask you, did you do this? And you say, no, mommy, no. <laughs> He does that naturally. That lets you know that it's in his genes. Spiritual genes. And you have to be born again. Into another kingdom. Another spirit. Let's keep it going. Um, If you're not born again, you can't inherit the kingdom of God. What does it mean... That we won't receive the kingdom of God. Does that mean that we won't go to heaven? Well, I got a question for you. When do you receive an inheritance? When you are alive. When you are alive. Ooh, what was that, Minister
0: Savage?
1: When you are alive and somebody else passes away. We have this mindset that and inheritance is when we die then we get the inheritance where does that work the Egyptians tried it right they tried to do that didn't work for them they got robbed right we often think the kingdom of God is talking about heaven Jesus, Jesus Christ came to bring heaven on earth He didn't die so that we can just go to heaven. Now, let me make this very clear. I want to go to heaven, right? But more importantly, I want to express heavenly things on this earth. I want the kingdom of God to be expressed on this earth. The kingdom of God is here and right now. But don't take my word for it. Let's read what Jesus had to say. Let's look at the word of God, you know. They say don't ever believe a preacher if his lips is moving. Let's look at the word of God, okay? I got that from Pastor Gregory. It says this, Luke 10, 9. Man, this this was powerful when I'm telling you the Holy Spirit revealed this to me. This was powerful. And heal the sick. He was talking to his disciples. He said, and heal the sick and say to them the kingdom of god has come near to you now this is very interesting to me because if this was all about heaven he would say he wouldn't say heal the sick because healing is for somebody that's going to keep living it would make more sense if he said you're about to die the kingdom of heaven is near hmm then i could see where we would think that but he didn't say he said heal the sick because the kingdom of God has come near to you. Yeah. The kingdom of God was residing in the disciples. Yeah. And so when he's healing the sick, the kingdom is right here near to you, bro. Amen. It's right here near to you. Yes. Let's keep on going. Okay, that ain't convention. Okay, okay, that ain't convention. That's good. That's good. Mark one fifteen says this. Now, after John was put in prison, Jesus came to Galilee preaching the gospel. Now... There's all types of gospels. What gospel was Jesus preaching? The gospel of the kingdom of God. And saying, the time is fulfilled and the, the time is fulfilled. If something is fulfilled, that means it it's full. It's filled. It's done. Right? The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. What does at hand mean? Right here. here, (laughs) It's it's like at your hand, like you can grab it. You can grip it. You can lay hold of it right now. The kingdom of God is at hand. Then it says this again, repent and believe in the gospel. Change your mind on what you think the kingdom is. Uh Change your mind on that Uh (laughs) because it's right here right now. Then it says this, Luke 17, 20 through 21. It says, out of every, um, let every word be established by two to three witnesses, right? Yes. Two to three scriptures. Mm-hmm. V- Luke 17, 20. Now, having been questioned by the Pharisees. Now, now, this is very clear to me. This is very plain. Now, having been questioned by the Pharisees as to when the kingdom of God was coming. coming. Come on. When it was what? So even the Pharisees believed that the kingdom was coming. The Pharisees didn't believe that the kingdom was just going to heaven. They thought it was coming. They just had a different, a wrong concept of what the kingdom was coming to do. You hype over there, babe, huh? I see you. My bad. He answered, oh, Pharisees, when the kingdom of God was coming, he answered and said to, and he answered them and said, the kingdom of God is not coming with signs to be observed. Now listen, nor will they say, look, here it is, or there it is, for behold, the kingdom of God is in your midst. Receiving the inheritance of the kingdom of God isn't in the sweet by and by. It's right now. Joy is right now. Peace is right now. Forgiveness is right now. Freedom from addiction is right now. Getting loose from demons is right now. It's here and it's now. But if you don't receive the kingdom now, you won't receive it later. You must receive it now. Yes. It's at hand. It's in your midst. Amen. How can it be in the midst? And some of us don't even recognize it. On, because me. other kingdom citizens are walking in that all those 10 things. And we don't look like God. We're trying to live a spiritual life without a spirit. Yes. We, we're trying to live Godly without God. We just live in Lee. We just live in ugly, we just live in foul lee, we just lee, it's just lee, right? <laughs> I wish I had another one to go with the lee, I couldn't think of nothing else right then and there. <laughs> Foolishly, recklessly. Yes. Yes. All right, that's haphazardly. all right all right all right dang i should have wrote some of them down (laughs) i was recording all right thank you thank you but the kingdom is built off of laws we have this concept that laws are bad laws keep things in order right like i i'm not one that's against laws like Laws keep things in order. If you don't have laws, it turns into disorder. Right? You, will, you won't inherit unless you abide by the inherent laws of God. Inherent means built in. Existent from the beginning. These are things that are built in. To, inherent means it's built into the earth. Right? So a vehicle, for example, right? You have a car. And you like, I ain't got no gas money. Um, I'm going to just use some cold brew because that would be keeping me lifted. <laughs> right? I could get some cold brew and just pour that thing in the tank. We're going to get going. Well, now you're violating the inherent laws of the vehicle. Right. And that vehicle is not going to work. Uh-huh. Just because cold brew wakes you up. It don't wake up the vehicle, okay? Now, with a vehicle, there are several laws that are working at once. You know, you got to have air in the tire. That's a law as well. You know, there's all... But if you violate one of them, you can now start to do things where your life does not move forward. Your life will get stuck because you think using cold brew is going to work. No, bruh. You got to use gasoline. Gasoline. But there are other type of laws as well, like the law of gravity. Like the law of gravity is good, right? It keeps us down on the earth, right? Buildings can stay in place. They're not just floating in the space, right? If you throw something up, it must come down. But the only then, how does a plane, how does a helicopter, how does a drone work? Well, you have to have another law in effect. This other law has to dominate the law of gravity. It has to supersede the law of gravity. And so you have to have the law of lift, the law of thrust. These laws combined cause the law of gravity to not be in effect. But if the law of lift moves away, boom, boom. Some of our lives, we aren't abiding by the inherent laws that God has put in place. Life is not that hard. Life ain't all that difficult. Follow the laws of God. Follow his laws. Now, the thing is, well, bro, I done tried so hard. Well, listen, I think you're not truly abiding by the law then. Let's see this really quickly. Okay, let's see this. An inherent law that is necessary to living in in the kingdom, being a disciple of Christ and living a godly life is that you must have his spirit as a kingdom citizen. Living by the spirit is non-negotiable. You must live by the spirit. It's a non-negotiable. Like I said, you're trying to live this life without his spirit can you do these things and you don't have his spirit abiding in you causing you to do it that's the problem that we have too many people try to do it in their own power in their own strength and i tried that before too i remember one time i went to my pops and i'm like yo this this christian life bro this is hard how am i going to live this christian life how am i supposed to do this like you're telling me not to have sex before marriage why why (laughs) you know it, it was difficult It it seems so difficult to my mind because I was trying to do it through my flesh, not through his spirit. And I think it's very, it's very, it is very, very um, easy to understand. Let me show you this real quick. All right. So, Lord, don't let this mess up. All right, cool. So, it's like this. We're trying to live a life without the spirit. This is like us living on our own breath. This is like us really trying to go up. Oh, wrong balloon. (laughs) Hold on one second. Is that other balloon back here? Oh, it's not back here. All right. Well, I guess the other one flew away too. You'll get it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Dang it. Okay. Oh, okay. I see what happened with. Okay. Anyway, it's like, a, <laughs> it's like us trying to live a life off of our own breath in our own air. It's like the balloon we keep on trying to live up and then we come right back down. Right? It's like, Lord, I'm trying. I'm trying and I'm up there for a little bit. But then it comes right back down. And it's like, I'm I'm really working hard at this, God. You doing it, (sighs) your own breath. Your own breath is not going to defy the law of gravity. Your own breath is not going to defy the law of sin and death. Your own breath is not going to defy that. You got to have another law in place. You have to have something bigger and better than your own breath now your own breath is good for breathing but for for living above nah that ain't gonna work you gotta get filled with something else you know it was very interesting with g what happened with god at the very beginning right he said god breathed he and and then man became a living soul so that means that they were dead before? Yes. Dead in sin. Some, of, some people watching online, nobody in this room, of course. Dead in sin. Dead in trespasses. Dead in adultery. Dead in masturbation. Dead in these things. Dead means you can't get back up on your own. But you keep on trying. You're dead. Dead wrong. <laughs> Until you receive a different breath. We were all born of Adam. Remember I said that, right? Then I said you have to be born again. What did Jesus do to disciples after he rose from the grave? <laughs> he breathed into his disciples. Why would he breathe twice? And then, thank you, Minister Savage. Then he said, receive the Holy Spirit. <laughs> The only way to live above is to be filled with something else. And then you don't have to just keep coming down. You can stay up. Minister Johnny, I'm sorry. We'll get those down later, all right? But then those can stay up. You can stay living above You can stay living higher. You can stay living above where you are, your circumstances, your sin, your depression, your anxiety. You can live above that sickness that's in your body. You can live above these things because you're filled with the Spirit of God. Folks, it's a non-negotiable to try to live a Christian life without Christ. It's a non-negotiable. We got to spend time in his presence. We got to spend time on our face before him. How else are you going to do it? You know, the Israelites tried that and they failed. They were in the the desert 40 years. Jesus was a good type in shadow because instead of 40 years and then dying and not everybody seeing it, except for two people seeing the promised land, Jesus came And he was in the desert for 40 days. And he came out with power. Some of us have been just walking in circles 40 years, trying to get out. Oh, I'm just a sinner saved by grace. Oh, I'm just Jesus. What What took them 40 years, Jesus did it in 40 days. And came out with power. Why? Because Jesus had the word. He is the word. He is life. Right? So what we have to do is really come to an understanding. Romans 8, 1 through 2 says this. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Now... All those things, those 10 things I mentioned before, right? If you're in Christ, there's no reason to be condemned. There's no reason to feel ashamed. There's no reason to be beaten over your head. Christ, Christ isn't condemning you. God isn't condemning you. So who is? That other, that other daddy, right? That other daddy condemning you. Because he figures that if I keep on making him feel bad about this, They won't they'll feel like they can't do it. And but the thing is this we have to run to God when we mess up. Adam went and hid naked instead of running to God. We often try to hide, we try not to come to church. With man, I'm not worthy to read my Bible. Why would I listen to a message after I no, clearly you need more. Why would you be running from? You need to be running to Like clearly you need more of his presence, more of his power, more of his spirit. Then it says, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. You try to live by walking through the flesh instead of by the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ. What was that? That was a what? That was a what? The law. So the law of the spirit of life in Christ has set me free from the law of sin and death. <laughs> that is a reason to celebrate right there. That's a reason to make some noise because the law of the life of the spirit of God can supersede can dominate the law of sin and death. I don't know if you all recognize what that is saying. It's saying that the law, God's spirit can cause you not to live a lifestyle of sin. God's spirit can cause you to free you from anything. He can free you from anything. If he can free me, I promise you that he can free you. God is no respecter of persons. What well, God loves to see, do they trust me? Do they, believe to, do they believe in me? Amen. What is the song that we were singing? Our help cometh from the Lord. Amen. That's who it comes from. Amen. Stop trying it in your own ability. Yeah. It's not going to work. Let me have everybody's heads bowed and eyes closed. Holy Spirit, we thank you. We invite you in this place right now. We thank you that your spirit is here. Lord, I pray that you move upon the hearts of every single person right now. Reveal to them the things that need to be changed. Reveal to them, Lord.
2: Praise God. I trust that this message has touched your heart today. Listen, we don't claim to have all the answers, but we do know one answer, and His name is Jesus Christ. So if you don't have a personal relationship with Him today, we wanna invite you to do so. Or maybe you had one with Him, but you've just gotten away, and you're desiring to come back to Christ today. I wanna lead you in a simple prayer today. If you would, repeat this after me. Put your hand over your heart and say these words. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe that He died, rose from the grave, and He is alive right now. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and save me now. As a result of what I've confessed with my mouth and what I believe in my heart, I am right now born again and in right standing with God, in Jesus' name. Praise God. We are so excited for you. We believe that today is the first day of the rest of your life. Congratulations. We are so excited that you made the decision to get connected to God.
0: Thank you for listening today. If this message encouraged or inspired you in any way, please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app and leave a review too. For past messages, updates, and more, please visit us at linkedupchurch.com or download the Linked Up Church app. You can also watch live services, view past messages, and see our dynamic content for children, youth, and teens on our Facebook and YouTube pages. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Linked Up Church. And if you would like to support more of what we're doing, you can give online at linkedupchurch.com or text Get Connected to 94000. Thanks again for listening. Have an amazing week, and we look forward to connecting with you.